Okay, so out of all the stuff that's been going on the last couple weeks, Mm -hmm. especially with Zion, Mm -hmm. you know me, I was just sitting back and I was thinking to myself and I was just like, "Hmm." I'm noticing a trend here. Mm -hmm. The trend I'm noticing is, you know, men say so much about women being like gold diggers Mm -hmm. and... You know, whenever a woman says something about she wants a man to be financially in a certain position, Mm -hmm. it's all of a sudden, oh, no, bitch, you asking for too much. Mm -hmm. Chill out. But I did notice that whenever men get money, the first thing they do, they go fuck all the women that they fantasized about. Oh, for sure. Because, okay, Zion mm-hmm. with the porn star. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it seemed like everybody he's messing with is porn star. Facts. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody was talking about how he was going raw in the porn star. I mean. But Freddie Gibbs. Oh, damn. Yeah. She's a porn star. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't forget little Baby and an uh, old girl. Yeah, paid her. Paid her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm noticing a trend that these niggas, the, that moment they get some money, mm-hmm. they fuck who they've been wanting, who they've been fantasizing about. I can see that. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I can't think of a porn star I want. So I'll be like, Would you? But then when women get money, we don't do that. Yeah, no, we buy shit. So who's the real gold digger? Or maybe y'all are pussy diggers. Pussy diggers. That's, that's, I like, think that that's it. Pussy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe it's like a. <clears throat> The allure, you know what I'm saying? Like, now I can. Because they, I mean, you have to know they would never fuck with you if you weren't who you, if you didn't have it and stuff But like imagine that. Mm-hmm. Do, doing that mm-hmm. and then being mad at women who have, like, standards whenever it comes to money. Oh, it's asinine. It don't make no goddamn sense. But I think that's, uh, I think that's, like, the definition of a nigga. It just don't make mm. sense. It just, <laughs> it's just nigga just, shit. Just things to do. Just not just things yeah, to just do. Things to do. Cross off a list of some shit like Facts. that. Don't make no sense. But how your week been so far? I mean, it's been good. It's been cool. I feel like this week's going slower. Mm-hmm. Last week was fast as fuck. I feel like this week is going slow too. Cause I'm like, dang, it's just like technically we record on Wednesday. I'm like, it's just Tuesday. Facts. And I called in on Monday. So you know, really? you know, so you know even when you call in that day, you go back right. and be like, you know, things. I was like, God damn, it's just. This day, I was like, "Fuck it!" Just like it's, I think it's uh, has a lot to do with how it's outside too. Like, oh yeah, weather been like shit for like the last few weeks and just raining Girl. and all that other shit. It's like, you know, it's like this. I really just want to be in my bed. Girl, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was just like, "Damn, not the si- not the tornado sirens going off in the middle of the day." That part. And that's, I was like, "Let me go take shelter." Girl, and I was like, "It didn't be like a hundred degrees and, and raining Bruh. with hail." Baseball size hell. Global warming. Been here. You seen all them fish that wash up on the shore? No, where? In Texas, like some part in Texas, like a ten thousand fish wash up on the shore, like day. And I'm just like, God, they've been trying to tell us shit. <laughs> the fish is even tired of our shit. I'm just Girl, like, hell. the fish is boiling. Fam, okay, I know this is really random, but they said turtles are racist. <laughs> How? They don't, I don't like white people. I don't know. No, they don't like black people. It was something about color. So they had all these shoes like in the field and all the white shoes. And all the, the turtle like walked past all of them and then they attacked the black shoe. And I was like, God damn. Somebody they like, attacked the black shoe? Yeah, the black and the brown shoe. They had started attacking it. I, somebody was like, I'm going to start putting straws back in. I'm going to start using straws again. Plastic straws? Hell yeah, I'm going to start using straws Fuck again. Fuck that paper straw. Give me plastic. Hell yeah, I'm like that. I wish the turtle would be racist. Damn, I saw a video today though, which the girl also had food. Mm-hmm. She had all these turtles around her. She was black? Yeah, she was black. 
I don't know. I did see a turtle bite a black girl before. She was like taking a picture. Did you remember that? Or maybe it was a was it a pig or I can't remember. Oh, I think it was a pig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was a pig. Damn, not they racist though. I know one thing. You've been seeing all them videos. Like, did you see that video of that dude in Egypt that got ate by a shark? Oh, that yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. And then the video of those two women that were like uh, kayaking or some shit on a whale. whale. It didn't eat them, no. It swallowed them, but then it put it spit them back out. Man, listen, I'm not. I ain't ever trying to be out in a home like that. <laughs> like I'll be on a cruise ship, yes, but like kayaking in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, oh fuck no. No, that's crazy. Uh, that's or, crazy. I know. Whenever uh, me and my sisters went to Cali, mm -hmm. and we were doing, you know, just regular touristy shit, trying mm -hmm. to go see the Golden Gate Bridge, and mm -hmm. we were on this like boat cruise. Mm -hmm. There were people that were out there like in that water. Oh, that's ridiculous. And they were like kayaking. I'm like, bro, this first of all, this water's choppy as shit. Mm -hmm. Second of all, that water is cold. Uh, that water's like 50 something degrees and it stays Sheesh. cold year round. Yeah, nah. Kayaking in an ocean? Oh yeah, you wild. Good luck, let a good current come out there. Your arms ain't Bruh. strong enough to get back to shore. Or an animal. Man, I seen a video. This man, this boy, he uh had a uh, fuck, like a kiddie pool, mm -hmm. and he put like his laptop and his pillow out there and got in the ocean. Yeah, he didn't make it far, <laughs> he didn't make it far, but I'm like, that is wild. Oh, I was telling somebody, I was like, you want to see, you want to see complete darkness, get on a fucking boat and walk up to the top of that boat at, at night time. You don't know your right from your left, you just know all you see is black darkness, and you'd be like, damn, dark is dark, but like, no, there. <laughs> That's yeah, dark is dark. Dark is dark. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like you go outside on the highway, like that's dark. dark. But you can still see some shit. You see nothing. nothing. No, the only light is another, the boat. Yeah, no, and another boat. And it'll be far. Far as fuck. That's all you see. But there's nothing to see. There's like, you can't see shit. I'm like, bro, if I got, if, if something happened. <laughs> What can you do? I'm just gonna sink. <laughs> I ain't even gonna fight it. Girl, you saw that uh, that one boy that jumped in the water? I saw that. Off the high schooler? Mm -hmm. Man, shit. I was like, why the fuck would you do that? And they even saw him. They could still see him and then he still got left. Bruh, I'm good. Yeah, in fact, somebody could have still helped him. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, somebody could have threw something out there. They tried to. Shit, something else got in between him and that buoy. Facts. And well, hey. I don't say. Yeah. Um. You had your song. I have my song. I feel like you should know it though. Uh. Yeah. You I go do. first. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. Let me see what part of the song I'm gonna read. Okay. Um. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. I just hit a lick. I'm with my niggas, and she with this chick. I like them pretty. I like them thick. Independent on her shit. Keep it real. She on the pill. Whoa. She on that kill. She on my dick. Okay, I don't know this. She lick her lips and do that. ass tricks. Hit the splits and do ass tricks. She a bad bitch with ass and Band tits. Band dance? No. Oh, she. Uh -huh. <laughs> she a bad bitch with ass and tits. Make the dick disappear like magic. Now take them fucking clothes off. Let me get a strip tease. I feel like I know this. You do. On a pill. Mm -hmm. I want to say, I don't think it's Kirkova. I don't know. Oh, man, I love me some Kirkova. I don't know. What is it? 
You want you want me to keep reading or you wanna you wanna tell you the name? You can go ahead and just tell me. Throw that ass in the circle, little Ronnie. Oh shit. Well, that was a good one. Cause I that was a good one. Cause yeah, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have got that. Okay. I feel if I did the pop that pussy, don't play with me. If you're I, ugly bitch, please stay for me. Whatever you said. I don't know. You wouldn't know that part either? It would have sounded familiar, but I don't think I would have got it. Damn. So yeah, it was a good You've one. You've been in Dallas too long, bro. Whew. You better start knowing some of that. Hey, I don't know what to say. I, I, I just know I know the main part. Throw it ass to the circle. Okay. So I want thick chicks down in Texas. Ottawa, New Orleans. New, New Orleans, where the girls cook catfish. And in LA, every chick's an actress. <laughs> I feel like I know this. You do. Hollywood status with the shaded glasses. To Detroit. Get a place that I rest, where the girls got ass to sell a lot of a lot of sex, a lot of lot sex. And hot Atlanta, y'all, is one of the best, where they speak southern slang and smoke lot sex. You know this, don't you? Do this. <laughs> In New York, women are way too fresh. Damn, bro. Too much on your mind. Let me ease that stress. I wish you were all mine. It's so selfish. Maybe I'm feeling myself too much, I guess. Hell no. No. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> king. Far from it. Far from it. There's some kings. Imani. <laughs> Maybe I'm feeling myself too much, I guess. But to my ladies all across the globe, in small towns that I don't even know, to all local international codes, whether you see me in streets or catch me at shows. Is this plies? I'm, no. You, n- not no. I'm calling. I don't know. I'm calling. Maybe I'm selfish. Oh, I, I, I want to put myself, myself again. <laughs> oh my. I was like, you, yeah. The names you saying ain't nowhere near Slum Village. Damn. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna made you got it, but yeah. Sorry, guys. I know I'm a disgrace to the black community, oh, girl. But I didn't get thrown my ass in a circle, so I feel like I don't know which one they're gonna say more of a disgrace. Cause Slum Village was lucky, like one of them. That was like polo, polo. Shirt, backpack, tight yeah. box. So like, you know, it's a little. That, what a time to be alive, bro. We were really, we we've been alive through some really dope eras. Hell yeah, witnessing Kanye's greatness when he wasn't. Facts. We were still through the wire. We know cool Kanye. Hell we yeah. know inspirational Kanye. Hell yeah. We don't. It's not before Kim. We remember when he was dating Amber Rose. We remember whenever he was dating the Delta. I was like throwing up the dynasty style. The one he told her daddy, if I, I promised her Mr. Maney, I'm going to marry your daughter. And see, that's what happens when you don't keep your promise. It's been going down. Mr. Maney's over there. He, he over there throwing a dynasty. He's <laughs> 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 there in heaven. <laughs> I told you. Okay. <laughs> so listen, yay. All right. You promised me on my deathbed. Big facts. Big Get facts. Get out of here. Well, a best friend. Ain't it a blessing? You are listening to another episode of... Here you podcast. This is Tan. And this is V. You ready to start it, bro? Let's go. Hey, let's get it. Ew. Feels so weird without mics. Hey, I was like. <laughs> All right, so we're doing things a little different, y'all. Checking up a little, oh, a little bit. You know, just a little razzle dazzle. It's not gonna be our regular show. Sprinkle, sprinkle. 
Sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> so this week we're gonna be interviewing each other. Yeah, I think that's so good too because I feel like people know me because I definitely talk more. Yeah, and put myself out there more. So people definitely know. I feel like know more of me and see more of me than they see you. Yeah, facts. Y'all just be seeing tan every week on the couch, and that's <laughs> it. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and maybe a, maybe a drink and a nail video, but that's about it. Yeah, facts. That's that's all you're gonna see about you. So yeah, we had some questions, and it was crazy because we each like I, at first I wasn't gonna have any questions like mm-hmm. type over. I, I just and, but then I was like, let me do ten, and guess how many she had to. 10. 10 fucking questions. Right. So, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. okay, so I will preface this by saying my questions are very random. Ooh. They're in no particular order. Uh-huh. They're not based upon a particular topic. Okay. Like, literally, all day I was working and I just was like, oh, let me ask her this. <laughs> And I'm gonna put I put it down. Okay. Okay. So mine, uh, this is a preface. Mine, mine in the beginning it make a little a lot of sense. Okay. And then it starts getting random. So. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So we'll just start off. You know, just very chill. We'll get to the real oh stuff gosh. later. Okay. Okay. Um. So first question: What's your favorite flower? Ooh. I don't know. Um. I want to be basic and say a rose, but I really like roses. <laughs> I really like roses. Uh, I like sunflowers. So I don't know. That's pretty. I'm pretty basic. So if if someone had to make you like the perfect bouquet, uh-huh. it would just be sunflowers and roses. I think that's a pretty combination yeah. together. The yellow and a red, or mm-hmm. even like red or yellow roses. But don't they mean friendship? I think so. Or death. Which one? No. What? Which one was thrown to Selena? White. I think Selena got a white rose. Don't they mean surrender? <laughs> I don't know. That's surrender. This don't give me no fucking black rose. I don't know. That mean I feel like that means it's over. So I don't. Nah, really, it's over. I don't know. My favorite color is black though. But I was like, yeah, probably roses and sunflowers. I don't really have a favorite though. Like I just like I like flowers. I like getting flowers. Like if it's a nice so it bouquet. Be any any as long as it's pretty. Yeah, I, I like it. Could be on the way out too. They're really like oh. These were two dollars, and they still look good. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I ain't gonna lie. I went to um, farmers market with my sisters uh-huh. a couple weeks ago, and of course there was like this uh, black lady out there that was selling like basically you you she had these buckets mm-hmm. and you could pick whatever mm-hmm. flowers you want and kind of make your own um, bouquet. Mm-hmm. But she had these peonies, mm-hmm. and they were fucking beautiful. They were yeah. in this like really like rich dark purple, mm-hmm. and they were huge. They were like Ooh. this big, and she mm-hmm. was like. Yeah, she's like, you know, at nighttime, just put them in the fridge. They'll close back up. Mm-hmm. Take them out in the morning, they'll open back up again. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you can get them to bloom for like a week. Oh, dang. They were so pretty. And so I kept looking at them. I was like, damn, like maybe I need to add this to my, one of my favorite flowers. Mm-hmm. So did you get some? No, I didn't. Because mm-hmm. I was traveling and I was just like, I don't want I think that'd be cool to like make your own bouquet and yeah. stuff like that. I think that'd be real cool. It, it's, it, they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. My sister, she got some. Mm-hmm. They were pretty. They're really, really pretty. You know, you throw up in a Florida apartment. Oh, I remember Tom Thumb, the so. bakery, the meat department. Hell yeah, the, the deli. <laughs> Goddamn me. And I just like, I, I, I don't know. It's like making it ranges. I learned so much about them and stuff like that, about height and stuff like that. So I don't mind, like, I even like making my own flowers and yeah. all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. That's a good mm-hmm. question. Oh, okay. Let me see. Okay. <clears throat> this is kind of, describe your life growing up. Describe my life growing up? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's deep. Um, I grew up in a Nigerian household. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Nigerian blend. It was 
my dad is Nigerian, my mom is American, but my mom really adapted to my dad's Nigerian culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> so then my dad was like also a part of this. Like, um, my dad was the president of this African community out here, this Igbo community. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our weekends were spent like either going. It was called APU. It was either going to APU meetings, mm-hmm. um, and it was so weird because every every time that there was a meeting, it would be at somebody different's house, mm-hmm. but we'd be there all day, mm-hmm. like all damn. What day. would the meetings be about? Girl, I don't know because they would make the children go into uh, another room. Ooh, that's rude. And Same then child's the, place. Yeah, and then the men would do whatever. I remember the women like kind of hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. We would kids would come out to eat, mm-hmm. but we would be there all day, mm-hmm. like. Our, all of our Saturdays were spent there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was only once a month. But then also my dad, he owned a um, Nigerian supply company. Mm-hmm. So he would supply like a lot of the Nigerian or like the African food stores or like the Asian marts with mm-hmm. certain products. Mm-hmm. And so I spent a lot, I mean a lot mm-hmm. of my time there. Mm-hmm. Like after school, we would be at my dad's store. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad had um, <laughs> my dad had a store that was over off of Harry Hines. Oh, yeah, a lot of action over there. Exactly. <laughs> and my mom would be like, she'd be like, Frank, it's too dangerous over there. Uh-huh. And my dad was one of them people that like, for one, my dad never turned down a fight. <laughs> like, you already tussled. Yeah, my dad he he was ready to he was ready to fight in behind his. Mm-hmm. But my dad also carried a lot of money on him. Okay. So my dad was one of them, like, oh, it's going to be $2. He pulled. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so everybody knew my daddy carried money on him. Mm-hmm. And so there was a couple times people tried to rob him. And mm-hmm. I remember one time my dad came home, his shirt was all ripped up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <sighs> my mom was like, Frank, what happened? He was like, these Mexican men tried to rob me. Mm-hmm. I beat their ass. <laughs> Not men. What my huh? daddy? My dad was not afraid of fighting. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing. I know I get that from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always spent our time mm-hmm. at his stores. Mm-hmm. But when he had the store off of Harry Hines, I remember my daddy. He named the store Mercado Espanol. <laughs> oh, he trolling. <laughs> <laughs> and the store was literally it literally translated to Mexican market or Spanish market. Uh-huh. But my daddy didn't sell nothing Spanish in there. <laughs> They didn't know. It was just a lot. It was in a highly Hispanic uh-huh. area. That makes sense. But my daddy had me in there. I was behind the register. How are you? Uh, I was probably 10. Ringing or folks up. Oh, yeah. Ringing folks up. Mm-hmm. Like ringing them up. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was so African because he also sold like milk and stuff, but he did nachos, right? Mm-hmm. My dad would take. The, the spoiled milk mm-hmm. and pour it in nacho cheese. <laughs> in his defense, it ain't, it ain't spoiled. It's, it's the best used date by, and he using it best by that date. Girl, he would pour it right in that cheese and start, and people would come and eat them nachos up, and I'd be like, You're failing at an inspection. Facts, <laughs> bro. If, if, the, if they had came in there, and, they would have shut that shit down, bro. <laughs> But we spent a lot of our times like working at my dad's store. Mm-hmm. Like, all of our summers were there. Mm-hmm. My dad had several stores. We spent a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. I also spent a lot of time going down to the border with my daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Yeah, so I would go to the border with my dad. My dad would pick up people and stuff and products. <laughs> Um, I had daddy a coyote. Girl, no, he definitely was. My dad was definitely smuggling people in. He did it a few times. Turn up. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. it was fun. Okay, you know what? Like, I feel like my granddaddy bent the rules a lot too. Like, he was a, a corrections officer, mm. and um, he had to uh, retire early <laughs> uh, for for taking forced retirement. Forced retirement behind um, in in embezzling. <laughs> Or some wild shit. So I'm like, hmm. You know, that's probably where I get it from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I got it honest. So. Yeah. You know, honestly and truthfully, my dad was like a rule follower. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say my dad had a temper. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have a temper. My dad was very big on respect. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to disrespect me. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck who you are. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely my dad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't care who mm-hmm. sent you. Where you come from, <laughs> you will respect me. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was an interesting childhood. It sounds very. It sounds. It sounds like a. I won't say a lot of immigrant children, but like of parents who immigrated here. Like yes, working. And it, yeah, and, and it's like teaching that. you like that's one thing. Like my dad always taught us. Like mm-hmm. you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. Because nothing in this life is free. Mm-hmm. And I find myself even saying that to myself. I'll be like, man, ain't shit free out here. So you either going to get it or you're going to get left. Like yes. you either eat or you get ate. Mm-hmm. Which do you want to be the prey or the predator? Ooh. Oh, well, it's just what it is. Shit. The world found, we live in. He found his American dream though. Girl, he definitely did. And helped other people find theirs. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And I remember, like, um, I had, like, looked my dad up and, like, his mugshot came up. And it was all for, like, fighting. Oh, damn. <laughs> now I heard tussling. You what? Oh, my girl. My dad used to. My, my dad used to. He used to fight. Ooh. He used to fight. Because then there was this one story. Okay. So, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, he had this like scar. Have I told you the story? I don't think so. Okay. So my dad had this scar on his arm. Mm-hmm. It was like a really, really deep cut. Mm-hmm. And, um, whenever I was like eight, mm-hmm. maybe seven, there was one night my dad stopped after leaving his store mm-hmm. and he stopped and got some gas mm-hmm. while he was at the gas station. Some dudes came up to him and they were trying to carjack him. Oh yeah. So they told my dad, they were like, get back in the car. Um and just drive. Oh, they wanted to take him in the car. Yeah, they took my dad in the vehicle. Oh wow. They took my dad in the car. And mind you, this is like over what 20, 25 years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um Dallas looks a lot different now than it did back then. Mm-hmm. So they had my dad driving, my dad steady asking them, like, where are y'all taking me? Where are you taking me? Mm-hmm. They're just like shut up and drive. Mm-hmm. There was a dude in the front and there was one in the back seat. Mm-hmm. The one in the back seat had a knife, the dude in the front had a gun. Ooh. So my dad's driving. He starts noticing that they're taking him down a remote road. Mm-hmm. So my dad's just like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, how many things? We've all seen yeah. enough ID. Yeah. You know what happens when it go down. Yeah, here. you know. Yeah. So my dad hits the gas um, and jumps out the car. Mm-hmm. As my dad jumps out the car, the dude that was in the front shot my dad and went into his armpit. Ooh. And the bullet stayed in the middle of my dad's chest. Sheesh. And the dude in the back cut my dad's arm. Dang. But they never recovered the niggas or the car. Damn. Yeah. 
And but he got out. Yeah, my dad got out. Sheesh. Now don't get me wrong, he got shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. He I'm got like... shot and he the, I mean the wound on his arm was like really, really cut. Like he had this mm-hmm. like really big indent right here. Mm-hmm. And it literally went from like one side of the arm to the other. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. Yeah. That was my dad, Frank. Yeah, like I, I feel like I, I don't know if I told this story before too, but I didn't realize until later that my granddaddy um had a glass eye. Mm. Cause uh, you know he was, you know, when my grandparents were really young, and he 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 wanted to go down there and talk to some some other ladies, some some man's wife. Mm, see, back then the day, bastard children. Hell yeah, and the man came home and, and and shot my granddaddy and shot his eye out. Damn. Yeah, and so my grandma went to the hospital and she's like, "That's what you get <laughs> with your dumb ass." <laughs> and with your dumb ass, she said, "She said after that." He he walked the study line. Oh, I bet. I bet he he did exactly what he was supposed to do. And I think she that. said she left for a little bit too. Got to teach like, him a lesson. Hell yeah, she's like I left. I, I I left him with the kids, and I moved in with my friend for a little bit and stuff like that. I had a good time too. Hell yeah, she probably like I ain't coming back home. I love it outside. <laughs> I love it outside, nigga. I ain't ever coming back. <laughs> but yeah, he had a glass eye, and I didn't know he was blind in his right eye. Damn, never even knew it. I was like, damn, not, not about Granddaddy was pop being a philander and whoremonger. But you got to remember, like, they were all our age at one point. Hell yeah. Like, I can only imagine what my daddy was like in his 30s. I can only imagine. Like, y'all, y'all play football with no helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all pick cotton and other. Like, I can see them out there. <laughs> I not that they pick cotton, but for gra- real, we ain't too far removed yeah, from the gra- cotton pickers. My granddaddy picked cotton. He was a sh- his grandma, his mom was a sharecropper, so I can imagine him. You know, you been out there picking three hundred bales of cotton, slinging Facts. somebody in. You you can't fight a nigga like that. You Facts. have to put him down. So. Hell yeah, my mama spent her whole summer picking cucumbers. I know, she- <laughs> I know my mama was strong. <laughs> <a> cucumber picker. <laughs> Wait, how do cucumbers grow? Like on a vine? Yeah, they grow on a vine. Damn. Yeah, Shit. my grandfather grew cucumbers, tomatoes. He grew sugar cane, and Not he grew sugar greens. Cane. Yeah, he had a sugar cane field. I feel like that's a that. Now I feel like that. Somebody say they, they did sugar. I was like, that's some hard girl. Labor right that's there. what my mama said. When it, she she would cry whenever school would be over. <laughs> She'd rather be in school. <laughs> when, my mama turned into a farmer I for the like, summer. I, like, I want to learn. <laughs> I hate it here. Now I turn it to Addie. Please let me go back to school. <laughs> let me finish my. Ed- Wait, my, my mom, mom said they worked hard during the summer. I'm reading arithmetic. Wait, they was out there as soon as that sun came up. God damn. Picking cucumbers. Sheesh. Okay. Old oh, school. Girl, not for real. Okay. Um, would you ever date a man with no teeth? Hell no. Wait. <laughs> Like what happened to him? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about like if he smoked them out? Or? Yeah, like does he have some type of degenerative disease that makes them all fall out, or do he, he, he smoke them away? Ha- he just has no teeth, but everything else is perfect about him. No, just no teeth. Everything is not perfect. Teeth are a big thing for me, and um, they've always been a big thing for me. So I've ne- I've never dated anyone with bad teeth. Feel you. They he may have had a gap. They may have been gold, but, <laughs> but they I, were there. They, yeah, they were there. <laughs> they were all there. They, they were, were present. All I ain't had never dated nobody with no missing side tooth. Like, cause I don't think I have either. To be honest, mm, I could think of one maybe. Who? Uh, my bro- from uh, Memphis. No, oh, yeah, his teeth were beautiful. Oh. He, his teeth were beautiful. Oh, he probably don't now though. I don't know about now. <laughs> but no, his teeth. He had a very beautiful smile. Okay. Um, I, I, I've just never dated any, like they've all had their teeth. So like that, 
and and for me, it's hard for me to not um, see stuff. So if you have like an imperfection, I'm always gonna look at it, and you are gonna see me looking at you it. Be too. looking right in his mouth. Yeah, I'm all in, all in your mouth. So. I knew a girl who got uh, ate out by a man with no teeth. She said it was fabulous. Mm, I'll never fucking know. <laughs> I would never fucking know. Like, I couldn't let him get down there either. Cause then I know he probably just going the shit out. I you you ever seen them like transformation videos when people take their teeth out? Like and they look thirty years. They older. They look so much older without teeth. Like you don't realize how much. Structure your jaws need. <laughs> Teeth be building your face. Hell yeah! I, I, mm-mm. I let like let them fall out as we grow old together. Not like <laughs> let us fall out together. Yeah, together. Not you already come to the table with no. Yeah, and then, and then if you don't like, then my question is like, why don't you have teeth? Oh yeah. Or why don't you have teeth now? Or did you ever have them? Not even that. Like, but you you don't want to like get no veneers. Mm. You don't want to get uh, dentures. dentures to wear, a flipper. A flipper. You don't want to go, ma- like, that. people making their own teeth now. You don't want to go boil you some water and, and dip your teeth in there and shit. Like, not boil you some water. You just, you just happy. You know, one of them kitchen dentists. Hell yeah, or uh, the uh, epoxy <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you see the people feeling in their uh, chips Hell and yeah. Like, you just don't care. And then, if I want to go to, uh, what's that, uh, Brazilian Steakhouse? Oh, somewhere like Fogo de Chao or something like that, go. Texas Day Brazil. Hell yeah, we can't go. Damn. We can't go. I'll never forget. One of the niggas I used to talk to, I was around his stepdaddy. And his step, we were at a barbecue. I'll never forget that his stepdaddy slid his dentures out to eat barbecue. And I and I caught him. And he, caught, he saw me looking at him. He's like, you caught me, didn't you? You fucking right I did, Gummy McGummerson. <laughs> Not <laughs> Gummy Not on that get, get damn bone. Oh, bro, that made me feel sick. I mean, I guess gums are pretty strong. But I just like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. So, no. Mm. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't date no man with no teeth either. Yeah. Not with these teeth I got in my mouth. Mm. It'd be different if I was similar. Yeah, I'm good on I'm that. I'm not in that boat, baby. <laughs> So I guess more about your childhood. What's a core memory you have like growing up? Whether it's something that your mom cooked or whether it's something like you and your sisters did. Like what's one of your core memories growing up? Mm, one of my core memories. Um, okay, probably for me would be every Friday, my mom would fry shrimp, mm-hmm. catfish, and make her own potato wedges. Mm-mm-mm. But it was like every Friday, my mm-hmm. mama would do it without fail. Without fail. And then while she was cooking, like she would turn on her music. It. I don't know. I just had like very vivid memories of like walking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. My mama's in there cooking, mm-hmm. and my mama cooked damn near naked. <laughs> my mama always cooked in her drawers. <laughs> Titties was out. Titties slanging. And she would just be in the kitchen, and she'd be. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulled out that bag with that uh that batter, batter in it. Uh-huh. And she'd be in there, she'd be cutting, and my mama just looked like she was just always like in her zone. And it was like she was like so excited that it was the weekend. Mm-hmm. And that was just like one of the memories I like I carry the most with me. I will say this, like you know your mama can cook when she cooking food for the African uh events and stuff like that. Like Thanks. when they trust well, Af- other Africans trust your mama to bring something or ask her to bring something. Like, you know your mom can cook. Oh, yeah. No, there were a few of the uh, Nigerian women who straight up said my mom cooked better than they did. Girl, I remember, I guess it was your graduation. Was it your graduation? I guess so, because a lot of people over at your house. And mm. she had made those puff puffs. And I ain't ever had Nigerian food 
a day in my life. And like, we've been by that time we had been friends a couple years. Yeah, I've never had Nigerian food a day in my life, and I just kept going back and eating them. I just all the was just like, this is so good. <laughs> this is so yummy. It's hot. And, I don't know the what, but it was like the sweet. Yeah, I was like, this is so fucking good, and that's like one of the first things I go for now when I go. Oh yeah, else. they have puff puff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my mama she would definitely cook. Like I remember some of the Nigerian women would come and ask my mama like, can you make okra soup? Mm-hmm. My mom would be like. Yeah. <laughs> but my mama also told me something that I still carry to this day. My mama told me, she said, you never let another woman cook for your man. Why is that though? And that's, it's funny you say that because I have another question, a question similar to that. But why, why you say that? My mama told me that like uh, the food is how you get to a man's heart. Mm. She's like, you're an able-bodied woman. You don't let no mm. woman cook for your man. Man, tell her to cook for both of us. Shit. She in that kitchen and shit. Don't stop. Nah, bruh. And I, even to this day, uh-huh. like, I remember my ex, uh-huh. he had got some food from a Nigerian girl. Uh, give me that. <laughs> yeah, I told myself, you're not eating that. Oh. You're not eating that. Plus, people do so much like juju and stuff over food. Yeah. Oh, that's, mm. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. What was the, what was the other question? Oh, I'll get to it. Oh, okay. So that's another question later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Let me see. Damn, your questions are so deep compared to mine. <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> Facts. Um, okay. Would you ever judge your man if you learned that he bought cat in the past? My pussy? Yeah. <laughs> I've thought of this. <laughs> I've, I've thought of this and in my current situation too I was like dang how I, I wonder if he ever bought pussy and then a part of me is like have you ever had a man admit it to you never I have you have mm-hmm. what he said he did mm-hmm. I've never had anyone admit it but I don't like a part of me feel like dang you you had to buy like you ain't got no game <laughs> like and I know that's kind of crazy but like that's how I feel like you you had to you couldn't not get none like that's what you have to do but i think there's a difference between buying pussy at home and like if you're out on the road like if you're like I traveling know, traveling oh passport bro no no, no not necessarily <laughs> a passport bro but like mm-hmm. if you travel for work mm-hmm. or like a truck driver mm-hmm. or something like that Buying pussy, I feel like that's a little bit different. That now, if a nigga was just sitting here in Dallas and buying mm-hmm. pussy, okay, now that's a little too far. It's but like, like you're in some place for a night or two, and you just want to try to arrange some shit. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, I just be feeling like it ain't that hard. <laughs> like you, I, I just feel like you don't want to try hard. I have thought about that though, because I was like, dang, how how would I feel? I don't I don't know how I would feel. You know what I'm saying? But like. I feel like is it any different than someone like subscribing to somebody's OnlyFans? I mean, it's physical. I mean, it's I mean, it's you're virtually seeing somebody coochie, and you may be talking to them and stuff like that. So, like, I don't. I think I'd rather. I don't know. Would you Would you rather have somebody who pay for OnlyFans or someone who bought coochie? Oh, like pay for OnlyFans one time or like subscribe? No, they have monthly a, a, a ongoing subscription. Oh, give me the nigga that bought coochie. He ain't got no subscription to that. I kind of feel the same way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, if you bought it once when you was experimenting, like, okay. Now, if, if, if it's like the nigga Pat, like, he was just like going down to Harry Hans and finding who out there. I yeah, was that's like, wild. It's like, oh, you're finna go to prison. Yeah, that, that's wild. Somebody finna get you in a sting. No, buying pussy at home is crazy. Buying pussy on the road, 
I get. It's a, I, it's all a little wild. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it's all a little wild. But like, I I look, you feel like I bought dick when I got that massage. <laughs> but see, my saving grace is like I didn't go back again. Cause if I went back again, I was like, then I feel like I'd have been buying dick. Mm. I'm like, man, I can I can, I can get some dick now. Right. Like I can I can fuck if I want to. So that's why I was like, hmm, felt a little different, but. I don't know. But if you told that, first of all, I hope you didn't tell a guy that. What? About you with the massage. Not, well, I think somebody know, but I don't. Like that I told him what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Some just be coming out sometimes. Sometimes I would be nervous. I just start talking. <laughs> now why would you do that? So do you think he judged you? A little bit, but like I feel like he judged me anyway. Damn. Because like I'm I'm more I like to say sexually liberate, liberated than this person. So I feel like he already judged me about shit, but I really don't care at this point. Like I did it. Right. It was done. I, yeah, I paid for the massage. The dick came with it. Right. So that's not like I paid for dick. But he was like massage. But he was like, you knew you were probably gonna fuck. I was like, it was a high probability that I might, but it wasn't like <laughs> I got it with the thoughts like oh i'm going i'm gonna fuck this nigga right like you know if it happens it happens you know what i'm saying so it wasn't like i mean like i don't know let me stop talking i feel like i'm gonna keep saying some <laughs> yeah shit. just <laughs> <laughs> i just went from my inbox to i knew what it was okay all right um how do we become friends oh like the very first time i met you or the time that we actually really became friends it's actually two parts of my questions so yeah, when when did you know we were best friends and how did we become friends? Um Okay, so how did we become friends? Mm-hmm. I was um a office aide. Mm-hmm. And I was an office aide with a nigga that you had a crush at, like little fling thing going Big on. Big time, with. real bad. And um him and I would be in there talking or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember a few times, like, you would come into the office, mm-hmm. and we would be, like, talking, blah, blah, blah. And I remember you told me, you were like, yeah, you know, I mess with him. And then me and him were talking, uh-huh. and he was like, man, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't talk to her. I'm me like Christ. And I'm like, nah, because what she telling me sounds yeah. real uh-huh. explicit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Huh? And that sound like too much for somebody to be making up. Hell yeah. And so I remember I told you, look at me being a chatty patty back then. <laughs> it's all right. So I was being a chatty patty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, yeah, girl, you know, he said da 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 And you was like, oh, for real? Bet. I'm finna call you. Because mm-hmm. me and this nigga talk on the phone every night. Mm-hmm. Put your phone on mute, bitch. This was the, yeah, this is the real mute. Call uh, call, you gotta call me first, not merge you in. Hell yeah, like, phone. yeah, nah. And that was whenever the phone was still wired and mm-hmm. we was on a house phone. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we had this long ass house phone in the kitchen at my mama's house. So I took the phone off the wall. I think I may have had a cell phone back then, but it was definitely after nine when it was free. No, nah, but not that time. That was before I had gotten a cell phone. Well, you may not have had one, but I, I think I had a phone because. I think my, because my, I used to walk home, so I, well, damn. I don't think so. I feel like I had one, because I couldn't talk after nine. I mean, that I couldn't talk. sophomore talk. year. I had a phone, I think. Cause you, I didn't get a phone until junior year. I remember that. I remember I got my flip phone. 
I feel like I had one because I just I just know I couldn't talk until after nine o'clock when it was free. Mm. So I was on a plane, but I couldn't really. It was like a brick. I couldn't do shit with it. Yeah. So maybe maybe I did, or maybe something like that. So maybe it was. I remember being on the house phone, mm-hmm. and I remember I put it on mute, mm-hmm. and I listened, and that nigga was on that phone begging, talking about baby, please, baby, please, I wanna go. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And I was just on the phone like oh, I almost said that nigga name. I said not blank. <laughs> not him on the phone begging. Begging please. And I remember after we got off the phone, you called back and I answered. I'm like, hello. And she's like, you still don't believe me? <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. That nigga had me fighting for my life in these streets. Like I feel like you were the only one that believed me because he even had somebody threaten, like he even had this girl try to beat me up for saying I did it. And I was like, I'm not lying. And then I'll never forget, I was so dumb. And I was a pick me shit. I was like, okay, I did lie. No, she would say you lied. Yes, I was like, they not gonna believe me. Like nobody believes that I'm telling Aww. the truth. So I was like, I, I lied. wish I had known about that. Cause I would have been like, no y'all, I heard it. I don't think, so. no. Cause you were very non-confrontational and I don't think you would have said anything then. But like you knew, so I didn't really care at that point. Like right. I was like, you knew. Yeah, you knew. So yeah. that's all that's I really get. Yeah, but yeah. well, we became best friends over a nooker. Facts. And not one we was dealing with either. So that's a yeah. good part. Like it wasn't it, like. It wasn't like we were fighting over him. Not no boy is mine type thing. <laughs> we were like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> him. That boy is mine. <laughs> and then we just started like hanging out, spending mm-hmm. more time together. Mm-hmm. We started working together. But I will say this though. Like, I feel like I knew you because of Keisha. Yeah. I don't know how you knew Keisha. You know, the crazy thing is, I don't know. I don't remember how I met Keisha. <laughs> but our mutual was Keisha. And so me and Keisha were like, honestly, we got in close like after ninth grade. Um, beginning of 10th grade, we had gotten closer. And I feel like she would bring you up. And I was like, oh, she cool. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I know, if, like you were, when did you have a car? Was it sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a car. No, I started driving early. Mm-hmm. It probably was sophomore year. So I remember you just had a you just had a car, and she was like, "Yeah, I guess you and her were hanging out first or whatever like that." That sounds about well right. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Like, dang, she had a car, and I feel like we just kind of all started hanging out to get. But I think it was after that whole thing too. But it was kind of like around the same same time. Like we knew we had a mutual friend. She wasn't even in the school anymore. <laughs> We had a mutual friend and then we just started hanging out more and more and more and then we started doing like everything together like going to the same job and just like hanging our nails done getting our nails done going to Ross buying and y'all y'all was buying shit I was stealing shit (laughs) but just (laughs) (laughs) hanging out more and more and like I feel like that summer I would say junior year Mm mm-hmm it was like summer before junior year or after summer before junior year yeah. it's like we just hung out every day and was just around each other and i was on the phone and we'd be on the phone hours and for hours real. and hours my mom got me my own line for real yeah because i kept taking up the house phone line i think well i had to talk to you after nine we would text all the time but like i don't even think i could text until after nine i think that's when you had to like texting was unlimited what you had a paper text yeah paper text so i couldn't text but like i'm after nine like we'd be on that phone on three-way 
just talking, 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 talking. So yeah. that was like my first memory of that too. So yeah, no saying. Mm-hmm. What a good time, bro. I know. I'm really trying to think. How the hell did I meet Keisha? It's probably probably at a class with her. That would, that would be my guess. That would make more sense because. I, I honestly do remember you from ninth grade because I keep telling like we were in campus crew together. Yes, and I remember that too. Mm-hmm. But we just never really like talked. We hung around the same people. But I was also in a very weird stage. Uh, my best friends were uh, Michelle and Nina. So one was Puerto Rican, <laughs> one was Mexican. And then I just had an identity crisis. I um, wore tall tees and chains and everything else. And I just didn't know who I was. It's okay because my friend was a foreign exchange student from Germany. <laughs> She's the one that taught me how to say ich liebe dich. Wait, what's her, what was her name? Laura. Okay, maybe I don't remember. Yeah, she was a foreign exchange student. I, maybe I kind of do, though. But, like, yeah, I just, it was just a weird stage. I think ninth grade was just us trying to, like, we were, because we were at this ninth, we was at a ninth grade center. Oh, yeah. So, we were, that when we went to high school, it was ninth grade, and then it was the rest of the grades. And right. so, like, being there. Ninth grade was its own campus. Mm-hmm, and being there, you're there with, like, all these other high middle schools and stuff like that so like your whole friend group changed and shifted and so yeah i was just i was in a weird i was very stud studly like I, my ninth grade picture fam i look like a whole nigga i think i had my real hair out and it was like i don't know what the fuck was going on with me but i was and i remember vibes vibe like i was in a red tall tee and i had a Not red i had this um, blood. girl with the tall tee sticker on there still oh my what a time to be alive and then um i had this uh platinum this platinum dragon necklace girl we look like cisco <laughs> Leave it a look of that year. I was. It was a lot going on. It oh, was, you was a you was a Latinx for real. I was real. a Chola for real. Like I just Nina, me and Nina and uh, Michelle. You, you had that dark lip liner on. Did <laughs> I wore dark, I wore the black lip liner and lip gloss. Uh, I had what's them Lokes? Not them Lokes. I had Lokes. Um, that's when I also had um the hazel contacts <laughs> that I feel like fucked up my eyes permanently. I'm crying. Um, yeah. What's them big old jeans, Kyle? Oh, not not Janko. Janko jeans. Janko. Some big old Janko jeans. Yeah. I was just it was rough for your girl. It was it was rough trying to find herself. Yeah. It's okay. We found ourselves. Facts. Man. But like I I I knew of Tan, but we just because I, I know what group you hung out with at that point. The white people. Nope. Um, shit in her hand. Oh yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I wasn't really hanging out with them because, to be honest with you, uh-huh. my mama was not going for hanging out with folks. Really, you and Keisha are the first people that she let me really, really hang out with. I could see and she that. and y'all were the first people she really just let come to the house uh-huh. too. Really? Oh yeah, because my mama was not going. My mama, nope, they not coming here. You not going there. Don't ask me again. Girl, I will never forget. My dad hated that I hung out with uh, Nina because Nina had her first baby. So I was a godmother. No, she was a godmother in high school. And where the baby at now? Girl, that baby probably twenty two, grown, graduate. Baby got a degree in something by now. Like and I, I cosmetology. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she MUA. Yeah. I, like, baby grown. You know what I'm saying? I feel like by that time she had a, maybe, ugh, I can't remember, but I remember she had a, a baby. My dad was like, you need to be hanging around her. Give that does not make me, I was like, this is not make me want to have a baby. Nothing about this made me want to have a baby. Like, you, this is probably should be, should be the best thing. And I remember I tried to throw her a baby shower. My parents like, no. 
Not you trying to throw a baby shower in high school, bro. Girl, with what money? <laughs> with what car? I ain't got nothing. And who finna rent a, a, a center out to a 14 year old? Yeah. This, and this was like, I want to say when you started showing, you had to go to a different school. Oh, yeah. I feel like they still walk the halls, but Boy, like. Boy, because what a different time for real. Because they definitely isolated anybody that was pregnant. Oh, yeah, starting to be visual. You had to go to alternative school, baby. And they said it was for uh, health, health concerns Facts. and stuff like that in case. It wasn't none of that walking down the hall. Growing your belly, hell yeah. You finna go wear uh, camo pants. Hey, you want, you want to go get your degree early? You want to graduate early? Facts. Let's go over here. Let's go to Dale Jackson. <laughs> Winfrey. Not Dale Jackson. You want you want a learning center? You want to cert? Hell yeah, that's what I got. the learning center. Hell yeah, you want to cert? You want to you want to uh, be a phlebotomist when you leave? Facts. Girl, what a time. Yeah, graduated CNA. <laughs> what a time to be alive for real. Facts. Okay. Um, what year of your life would you like to relive? And is there anything that you would do differently? Ooh, yeah. Okay. My freshman year of college, mm. I would, I, I love, obviously I love my kids, but like, I didn't feel like I got the, I, I grew up just really fast after I had OJ. Like, I'll be so like sad hearing you, like y'all were dressing up, remember you went just up for like TLC or something like oh, that. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm over here pregnant. <laughs> like, I can't like, I wanted to like, I felt like there was just so many things I didn't do because I had gotten pregnant and I got pregnant pretty fast, like after being in college, like I only enjoyed one semester before I came at the next semester and I was pregnant, basically like, or um, like, it, I just, I just, so that year I probably re- redo, um, I would probably like tell myself, girl, slow down, you got the rest of your life to, you don't be like mama, you right. know what I'm saying? Like. So would you still have OJ in college or would you wait? I would wait. I would wait. Like, granted, I wouldn't have OJ and she wouldn't be who she is. But, like, I just, I can't imagine what I would have done in my life had I had time to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of the decisions I made was based on me having to provide for somebody. Versus, you even on our spring break, our spring break trip, I was pregnant. And that was the only spring break I trip I had. The only like the only trip I've taken for spring break I was really? pregnant. Really? Yes, that was the only trip I had. Girl, after I, after spring break I was, I was pregnant on spring break. What was I gonna go after that? Damn. <laughs> like that was the only spring break trick I had, trip I had, and I was pregnant on there, and I just like I I never forget like feeling like this is like I have to grow up now. Like this is like the end of my childhood. Damn, bro. And I and for a long time like I didn't really go nowhere. I didn't go out. I didn't really party. I didn't really like. So I feel like I missed out a lot of. Things that I ended up trying to catch up for later in life, too. Like, I felt like, as an adult, I tried to have, like, the college years and stuff like that. So, I would redo that. I would take my time. Uh, I would try different fields that I like first. You know what I'm saying? Before I just felt like I had to do something. But I definitely got myself together. I feel you. It's really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what it's like to just... You know, have an adult job and buy myself stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? I've always had to work for someone else. I always had pay to bills. pay bills and buy something for someone else. So I'd like to know how it feels to be. I'd like to go back and be selfish for myself mm. and really just like enjoy that. Enjoy being an adult first. Cause I went straight from my parents' house to shit my own house. Right. And being responsible and 
taking care of that, so I definitely would redo that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I feel that. So speaking of asking me that, one of my questions was, do you have any regrets? Because I know people love to say no regrets, but like, do I have any regrets? Um, yes, I actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like me and my mama were going through like this little spat, mm-hmm. and um, I remember my grandma called me, mm-hmm. my mom's mom, and she was like, "Tana, you need." She left me a voicemail. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Tana, you need to stop outfit, stop acting like that with your mama." Uh, you know your mama loves you. Mm-hmm. You know that I love you. You didn't even answer my phone call. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. She left me this long voicemail basically just telling me like I needed to reconcile with my mama. Stop acting like this. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And um I kept telling myself like, oh, you know, I'll call my mom back. I'll call my mom back. My grandma ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. And like to this day I regret that like for one, I didn't answer her phone call. Mm-hmm. And for two, I regret that I never called her back. Because I really wish I had like had a chance to call her back and tell her like no mama me and mama good everything fine everything's perfectly fine like you ain't got nothing to worry about mm-hmm. but I never got that chance mm-hmm. that's a good one so that's probably one of the first ones that comes to mind mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think if there's any other regrets I regret a, I regret a lot of my dating choices I ain't gonna lie girl hindsight is twenty twenty yeah it really is I what regret. do you regret about dating what do I regret mm-hmm. um. I regret not, when I say this, it's going to sound crazy. I regret not being pickier. Um, and then I also regret not being harder on these niggas. I feel like I'm harder on, <laughs> I feel like I'm hard on niggas now. Because that's what niggas like, damn, you hard on niggas now. <laughs> How much harder could you have been? In fact, like, but I feel like I got like this because of mm-hmm. niggas like that. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I regret that shit. Like, I was fighting bitches and everything. Girl. Like, I done got into a few fights in behind the nigga. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, today, I'm just like, oh, my God. So good. Fight over a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> like, Never. what? Yeah. My bad, handsome. Not I know, it sounds asinine, don't Not it? over this nigga, either. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd probably say my dating choices, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just fucking... That's a good one. It's, it's just like when you like look back, you're like, damn, not not me going out like that. Hello? Not a nigga had me out here looking like that. Hello? Girl. Not a, not a nigga had me thinking I wasn't pressure. And I was how many pounds lighter? Okay. <laughs> I was this big back then. Hello? Like, <laughs> nigga, what? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Huh. That got me fucked up. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, okay. How many kids is too many? How many is too many for a woman and how many is too many for a man? Or are they different? Okay, so I was reading this book recently and um, it was about this man and he had um, five different kids by, no, he had six kids by five different women. Mm. And like it was talking about how the siblings weren't raised together and the dynamic of like them trying to like build a relationship and be there for each other, but not really you know how messy it was with the mama and daddy and stuff like that and dad really wasn't there and i was like that has to be very like cause I, I was like i feel the same way now granted my daddy and my mama wasn't just all over but like i don't have any whole siblings like all of us are half and all of us were raised apart from each other like none of us were in the same household and stuff like that so like 
I feel some like I I really envy not envy because that sound like that sound bad. I really though admire the relationship you have with your sisters and how close mm-hmm. y'all are and like you know even as y'all be beefed out, you like if somebody needs something, y'all gonna drop something. Like it's everything's forgotten. I'm there yeah. for you. Like it's whatever. We're family, and so I really admire that about y'all because I'm like you know if something happens to one of my siblings, I'll be like damn, that sucks. But my brother, me and my brother are closer than you know anybody yeah. else. But like. We just don't have that close relationship. And so I feel like that's something to think about, like when you're thinking about having kids and especially like your kids being raised together and stuff like that. So I don't know. Nick Cannon is definitely showing like he has way too many because <laughs> he don't remember birthdays. He leaves people out of the equation and stuff like that. So I think once you start and you have too many different households, that's something. But if, if y'all are together and y'all decide to have kids, like I guess my question is why? Y'all having all them kids? Like, you're right. trying to repopulate the earth. It's part of your religion or whatever. And um, I don't know. I Okay. So, we're talking about together or separate? Um, Separate. I think too many for a woman. I'm not going to say that because usually when women have kids, they all. Most of the moms that I know, they end up raising all of them. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. as far as, like, niggas. The sky's not the limit. <laughs> I think if I hear niggas say like I got three baby mamas or three kids, three baby mamas, I'd be like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. But like shit, three three can be like if this age three can three, you know, one every ten years, like I don't know. I mean, but whenever you put it into like perspective of households, that mm-hmm. does make a difference because a woman with three kids, that's one household. Yeah. A nigga with three kids, that's three four kids. households, including himself. Yeah, including whoever else he with and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I think it just depends on on that. Like, and also too, like, too many. Like, one could be too many if your baby daddy or your baby mama is ain't shit or like causing drama. Like, one could be enough. Facts. So it just really depends on a, a lot of dynamics and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but for some reason. I, I usually talk to men with one kid or no kids. I've never really talked to anybody with a whole... I'm trying to think if I talk to anybody with a whole bunch of kids. I don't think so. I'm trying, I don't think I've talked to anybody with a whole like slew of kids. Right. Like just whole baby mama. Like I've never... I'm trying to think. I don't think... Can you... I mean, knowing who I've dated, do you know anybody with a bunch of kids? Only person I can think of is hmm? uh, well I didn't mess with him. Oh. We ain't did nothing. Well, I thought y'all did. Mm-mm. Hell no. Cause oh, that's the only person I can think of. No, yeah, no, nah, we ain't do nothing. Cause he, yeah, he got about four or five, but that was the reason I'd be like, oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't do nothing. Yeah, that's the only person I could think we of. We were just, just friends. <laughs> that's it. Still batting a honey. Mm-mm. Yeah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what's your best memory from high school? Mm. Well, actually, let me not say high school. What was your favorite year and what was your best memory from that year? Oh, okay. So my favorite year um, would definitely have to be 2006. Mm -hmm. Well, really senior year. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed senior year Mm -hmm. because we got out of school early. Mm -hmm. We would like be out and about. You know, I I had wheels. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel like such a bum. 
Girl, no. But I also was like, my friend got a car, bitch. I ain't got to stay here. Like, Facts. We, 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 we in these streets. Shit. We <laughs> outside, <laughs> nigga. Facts. Um, and my mama, surprisingly, my mama was not really strict about like me with the car. I, think, I, I couldn't be out late. I think I think she knew, like, first off, she knew who you were with. Yeah. Because we were together. Yeah. And then you worked. So, like, you were very responsible. And then I think you couldn't really do a lot, too, because you had to pick up your sisters and stuff like that. Yeah. So you were doing extra stuff like that. So I feel like she probably felt like she had to use some freedom. Right. Yeah. No. And it, yeah, my mama, she wasn't really strict about, like, oh, you better not. Mm -hmm. It was just, I think my mama kind of raised me, like, you do some dumb shit, you on your own. Yeah. Type of attitude, yeah. you know, black mama type uh -huh. shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you. I, I ain't raising no baby. Yeah, I ain't bailing out of jail. Well, my mama used to tell me all the time, you bring a baby in here, the baby going to be over there in your room. Ooh. And baby going to be right next to your bed. I was like, oh, God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Not raising my kids. That sounds yeah. horrible. Oh, man, in my mama house. Oh, God, fuck this. <laughs> Um, but one of the best memories I have is me, you, and Keisha riding, listening to Keisha Cole. Oh my God! Going we to Arlington, were, yeah, girl. <laughs> and we were singing that shit. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my I don't time, girl. Jamming that, that whole kid. What? Keisha Cole and that dirty R&B, girl. That are the two things I remember. Cause like I don't think you had a. You had a CD player. Yeah, I had a CD player. And I feel like at one point you may have even gotten a, uh, the thing to put in the CD that you can play your MP3 or something like that. I think so. But I feel I feel like at one because Keisha used to burn our CDs. And yeah, stuff too. I was listening to CDs heavy. I feel like she um because she figured out how to do them MP3 CDs so she could put a hundred songs on a, <laughs> on a CD yeah. <laughs> and just play it and stuff like that. So I remember we used to have the little mixtapes and stuff all the time. I think one of my favorite memories is too like us just like going to Keisha's house when her mama was at work. Hell yeah. And we were like, Smirnoff? hell yeah. Oh my gosh. Still Smirnoff in Smirnoff. We had a, a four pack because I done dropped two of them to so I can, so I can <laughs> so damage, damage the rest of them. The Dan queso. Hell yeah. So what I used to, I feel like I told the story before on the podcast. So what I used to do is like, we want to get alcohol and it was either the nigga you talk to getting it for us. Hell yeah. Or damaging it. So I just take the wine cooler and I drop one. <laughs> and then I take the back, I take the rest of them to the back to damage it. Cause you can't sell a, a, a five pack of wine coolers. Right, facts. And so when I damage it, I just go to the back and go get it. And we just go home and like go to Keisha's house. Cause Keisha mom worked at the post office overnight. Overnight. And like I tell my, I tell my parents, we're going to Keisha's house. Okay. I told my mama, hey, mama, I'm finna go to Keisha's house. Okay, yeah. we'll be back tomorrow. They wouldn't verify if Keisha mom was gonna be there. But you know, the thing is, even we were we were in the house. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they trusted us. Cause like, we weren't, I wasn't sneaking out. I wasn't sneaking I wasn't out skipping school. No, like, I had good grades. School. So I feel like they were like, oh, don't, they're good girls. Yeah, you they're know just gonna go hang out. Yeah, and, that, West, and we, we were hanging out. We, we were drinking. <laughs> but you know what, low key, bro, we never, it's not like we got like, we weren't over there at Keisha House drinking Everclear and yeah, no shit. Like, and we, we were and, drinking Smirnoff. And we weren't like, and, like we could have had niggas, but we didn't never had no niggas come over and see us. Like we weren't, we was really in the house listening to music. Mm -hmm. I want to say, was this MySpace days? Updating our MySpace Yo, and shit like that. Facts. Like Just doing shit like that. Like the, on a party line. That's really all we was doing. Yeah, that was really good days. That bro. was like just 
you ain't had no responsibilities just no, being just able to chilling. yeah on, oh my gosh summertime i think that was like one of my favorite summers same i think that time was my favorite summer and when i moved to Louisville. yo that was that, that shit was, was a lit ass summer oh we had oh what a time was had y'all. yeah my little first apartment i think Ooh. i i want the first one with an apartment but like i was the kind of because everybody else stayed in dorms and stuff like that were you still i don't think were you still in school i don't think you were at that point no, I was back home. Yeah. I was back home for the summer. Yeah, but like I had my own little apartment and it was just me and OJ. And you know, we would be up making Philly cheesesteak runs at 2 a.m. in the morning and just coming back to the house and drinking and just like getting chilling. High. <laughs> oh, we weren't getting high like that though because we, we were really, smoking. But not like that. No, we weren't like smoking every day, but we were smoking. It was like, it, usually it'd be a nigga who was smoking, but like it was just us, we weren't smoking. Oh, yeah. Boy, we would just be over there chilling. Talking. Have, just oh, talking. I miss that. Facts. Just, that was like one of the best summers. Like, we had to go to work or Summer whatever. 2010. We had to go to work, but it was it was still pretty cool. Like, yeah. we still got to do some shit. Yeah, so. I wasn't doing shit, but working at the mall at Foot Locker. Girl, I had a real, real job. I was working at Med Fusion. <laughs> Uh, it was a la- I was working in the lab, and I they just gave they gave me my bitch ass position. So I thought I was more official. I, my position was basically fine specimen, fine results that they couldn't find, and I felt I was calling exceptions. Ugh. I just felt like I'm making ten dollars an hour. I thought I was doing my oh, girl. hot shit back then. I heard that. Yeah, I like, that was a big job back then. Though. Yeah, hell yeah. I was like, well, I'm I'm rich. <laughs> I got money. My little my two bedroom was like six something. Oh boy, what I would give for it. Girl, and it was it wasn't it wasn't a bad apartment either. But no, it was it, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't a bad apartment or bad area. Yeah, like it was safe. Mm-hmm. Yep, we yep. was always there. Facts, it was lit. Okay, uh, is it my turn or yours? Uh, I think it's yours. Okay, um, let's see here. Yeah, yours. Um, do you regret cutting your hair? No. No, no, not at all. Cause it took me a while to put. I thought for sure I'd have been had been had put something on and got yeah. a wig or something like that. But like, and I don't even care. Cause you know sometimes I get on here and look a little splotchy and you know be a little uneven and you know I've had bad haircut choices. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I I it's part of the journey. Yeah, it's part of the journey figuring that shit out. But like, I've always had hair always had hair either hair on my like i've always had hair and i've always had my hair done mm-hmm. or always have gone to get my hair done like you wouldn't ever catch me and i said this before like it's crazy how for a little bit i was on ig and, and in places where like you never see me with like no hair on no lashes on and i was really thugging it for a little bit and i was like you know this like i don't feel bad you know right. what I'm saying? like i just never thought so i don't regret cutting it um and i feel like i know y'all, y'all not cut it because i'm trying to grow it back out and trying to you know get it healthier and stuff like that but it just it i feel like i feel so much lighter without hair i believe it and like have cooler. A, yeah it's it's cool like i like i love when i go get a fresh cut and i just be rubbing the back of my head and Ooh. how it feels and stuff like that bitch i know what i look good <laughs> rubbing on my head girl I just i just never thought like just even my boyfriend like rubbing the back of my head like i just feel like it's like a chill to go through you and like just knowing there's nothing there nothing right. stopping nothing and so like i had nothing stopping yeah nothing stopping nothing like my dude like i don't have to i don't have to like it'd be fucking with me sometimes i like oh i was like oh i want to get some braids 
Bitch, where? Psych. Like, this girl put this book on my head. The it should have been like the fast install. It ain't nothing hanging on to nothing. Right. I was telling you, like my wig is is lifting back. It's like <laughs> I have no braid to hold it down. Like it's nothing holding it down or keeping it in place. So like I kind of missed that, but like I was, I don't know if I ever grow hair again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I will. Blame, I Maybe I will. But I just like at this point, if I just get to grow out. I'm definitely gonna get it cut. I'm definitely getting designs. I'm definitely getting color and all that other stuff. So like, I just, I feel like there's so many different things I can do with my hair now. And I want to. I want to try it all out. Yeah. So I, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Um. And I remember on a podcast when I said it, and I think that was kind of the thing that made me want to go do it too. Cause I was like, oh, I told everybody don't do it. Right now, now I, I gotta do now it. Now I gotta do it. And so I don't at all. I I love it. Like. It looks really good on you. And everybody said too, like even my daughter was like, I don't remember you. Like you look weird with having hair on. I know. Like when I saw you today, I was like, damn, I forgot what you look like with hair. And knowing that shit, I've had hair most of this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't been long that I haven't not had hair. Right. Like, mm-mm, I love it. I love it, honestly. That's a good question. Um. Okay. Why are you so superstitious? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I feel like for a long time your superstitions have influenced me. Oh god! I, I picked up a lot of your superstitions. Like what? Not splitting a pole. Oh yeah. Now I don't care. Now I'm like God got me. <laughs> I'm not. You do. I'm not gonna go around like go all the way around. I was supposed to pole, but you will. Oh yeah. You'll what? come back around. What? I'll drag some people around with me. <laughs> and so I think that's one thing. Um, not sweeping the, sweeping somebody's foot. Oh yeah, you gotta spit on the broom. Yeah. Um, what else? Cause you are very superstitious. I don't think I, about, I don't think people know that. About yeah, you. no, I really, that's that's a really good point. I am very, very, very superstitious. <laughs> I'm very, and it's so weird because uh, my immediate sister, we were talking about something. Mm-hmm. I had brought up one of the superstitions. She's like, "Girl, I let that stuff go." <laughs> She's like, "I do not believe in that stuff no more." Mm-hmm. But I think my mama, mm-hmm. my mama was like. My mama from Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of superstitions in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And then growing up Nigerian, I feel like Nigerians have a lot of superstitions, mm-hmm. but they don't want to call it a superstition. Mm-hmm. Instead, they want to call it like part of the culture. Well, I'll never forget, um, I guess it's at your graduation, I was like shaking people's hands. You're like, oh, don't do it with your left hand. Like, that's, oh, yeah. That's, um, but that's not really superstition. It's just disrespect. disrespectful. But I'm left-handed, so I didn't know. Like, yeah. So I would do stuff with my left hand. He's like, no, don't do that. I, and I think, too, you're the one that told me about putting your purse on the ground. Oh, yeah. You don't do that. You don't lose money. Hey, shit. I didn't have money. In, you know, <laughs> I, that, so I had, to, I had to break free from a lot of that stuff. Because I'm like, where, where is it rooted? But, like, you've definitely put a lot of different things in my head regarding superstition and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Damn, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Because, like, I, I, would, I make OJ do some of the stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. Pass it along. Hell yeah. Or even like um with New Year's. Oh yeah. Putting something in the um in the greens or something yeah, like that. Put a dime inside mm-hmm. your cabbage. Mm-hmm. Um what else do I do? It's funny you brought up not putting your purse on the ground. Like I don't even put my purse my purse in a chair over there. Mm-hmm. Um You don't put it on the on the ground at home. Yeah, I don't put it on the ground at home at all. Mm-hmm. Um I never put my purse on the ground. Um what else do I do? Mm. Oh, I remember this. Um, I remember OJ was sick and he was like, my mama said, take it from her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he was like, yeah, breathe in her mouth or suck it out of her suck mouth. Suck it out of her mouth and take it. I was like, huh? I know, that sounds crazy. But no, my mama did say like, whenever like a baby is sick, like mm-hmm. my mama would be like, 
well, I can handle being sick better than this baby can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like, you just, like, hold the baby's nose mm-hmm. and you put your mouth on the baby. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how true that is. <laughs> um, but I know growing up, whenever me and my sisters would get sick, my grandma would send us this necklace mm-hmm. that was made out of these, like, twigs. It's called talisman. <laughs> They call it a talisman now. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, yeah, she would send it to us, and we would wear it, and we would instantly get better. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, my mama said, uh, my mama always told us that you're not supposed to wash clothes on a holiday. Mm-hmm. So you got to wash clothes either before mm-hmm. or after. I think you can't wash on that day. You also told me about the clothes, on, like not washing on New Year's, or you're washing oh, yeah. your life. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't go into New Year's with dirty clothes. You also, it was like, and it's just stuff that your mom told you. Like you're very big on my mama saying, <laughs> <laughs> my mama saying. <laughs> but uh, one of the things you like, my mama said, you never told a little man know that you're on your period. Oh yeah, or have a baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not supposed to see it. Mm-hmm. My mama said he's not supposed to see it. Um, my mama told me. <laughs> You never buy, yeah. My mama said you never buy a man's shoes. He'll use them to walk out your life. What did Cortez tell her mom? Say? <laughs> Tana mama, mama said, said she, she can't, can't do have this. shit. Tana mama, mama said, said she can't do this. Tana mama was lying. Says she ain't gonna be shit. I'm like, true. My mama <laughs> never said that. <laughs> my mama said I was never gonna be shit. My mama used to yell and say, I can't have shit. Because she would, we would break shit in the house. Yeah, yeah, take, yeah, take, eat shit and stuff like that. Yeah, Cortez took it somewhere else. Hell yeah. Um, like, yeah. Never buy a man's shoes. Yeah, never buy a man's shoes. He'll use them to walk out your life. <laughs> I've heard that from more than one. Mm-hmm. One source. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of this, a lot of the superstition things that I know, because my grandma was never superstitious. Like, if she was, I just don't remember her ever, like, saying, don't do this because of this. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't remember. But a lot of the stuff that I've learned about, I've learned from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I guess I don't realize how superstitious, but I feel like a lot of superstition is really, like, rooted in, like, deep in the South. And mm-hmm. that's where my mama, my mama came from deep. South, like mm-hmm. I was from a really, really small town, in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were there was a lot of stuff there. Now, what if you found out she told you don't wash clothes on holidays because uh, when she goes to the laundry mat, the price is triple. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really why she didn't wash clothes on holidays. I probably still. still well, I mean, we, yeah, but we always wash clothes in the house. Mm-hmm. But I remember my mama feverishly washing clothes. <laughs> Before uh, New Year's. Yeah. Oh, especially New Year's. What? Mm-hmm. My mama would be like, I don't care if they're not dry. Mm-hmm. She was like, just wash them. Wash them. My mama never said you couldn't dry them. She mm-hmm. just said you can't wash. No, have no dirty clothes going into the New mm-hmm. Year. That's a good yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. People really don't realize I am really fucking superstitious. superstitious. And I feel like if something happened, you'd be like low key praying to yourself or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be thinking to myself, like, I don't need no bad luck. Mm-hmm. Or like your hand itching. Mm hmm. If it's your right hand, that's good luck. If it's mm-hmm. your bad hand, you're gonna lose some money. I mean, your left hand. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in some bad hand. Yeah, damn. All right. <laughs> Take my good hand. <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. Um, what's a word you always struggle to spell? Girl, all of them. <laughs> God damn me. I have I, I, words. Is like I really struggle with words. Um, 
Shit, you you tell me yesterday uh, yesterday I spelled fiance wrong, I spelled finances. And I know how to spell fiance, but I just I wouldn't look at fast. <laughs> I said it's a it's a finance. Did you say something? No, I don't I don't think it was up long enough. I'm like, it's a finance, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I deleted it so fast. I, I, and when she said me so I like to do a shake in my I said shake in my head. And then I'm being her, we're like, all right, bro, thanks. Um what that's a shady question. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the thing is, I think about words like I feel like a lot of people struggle with words like necessary oh, yeah. or necessity. I, I don't think I could spell them. Yeah, I was always thinking like, is there a word that it just always fuck you up? Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's just a shady question. Yeah, I don't know how to spell like restaurant. Um, I did this TikTok filter that gave you words, uh-huh. and, I was, and the two words was grateful, and that's one word I always struggle with because I want to uh. spell it how it sounds or how I spell great in full. And then when I see grateful, I'm like, well, that, that's a different kind of great. So that all be fucking me up. And then the next word after that was appreciation. I was like, oh, no, accommodation. Oh. And I was like, shit, both of these look right. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I struggle with spelling in general. So all words. Oh, I, I think you really struggle as much as you think. I do. I I really do struggle. Like I, we have a lot of tricky words in the English language. That too, but I also like I also depend a lot on predictive text. Mm. And um, if, that if the word is spelled really really wrong, that that's why I didn't correct me. finance. Yeah, because <laughs> it was right. It's a word. <laughs> it's a real word. Um, but if it's a word that I don't know how to spell, I usually I usually find another word or I'll just talk it into the phone. Or I'll go to Google first and just type it how I think it's spelled, and then usually Google will oh, tell yeah. me how I really supposed to. But like spelling is like, if you want to spell this or when I mean like or or die, <laughs> I'm gonna be dead. It's taking I'm like, time. I'm gonna be. I don't know. I'm I'm really bad with words. I, I how it sounds is how I spell it. And I feel it's a lot of us. And and well, I feel like you're really good about the world. I before see after except I see. I don't, I don't, that don't mean nothing to me. It, it sounds like this, so I'm going to spell it like this. Right. I, fuck, fuck the words and how it's supposed to be. Fuck spelling. Fuck, fuck grammar. Fuck how it's supposed to be. Like, I'm just really, really bad at spelling. Really bad at spelling. Yeah, I didn't mean to feel like you gave me a shady question. No, but I was like, damn. No, I just feel like there's one word that fucks everybody up. Everybody has their one word. I, I, I finally, I think with me too, and this is how I feel like I could teach anybody anything. When it comes to spelling and when it comes to words, I have to like, have creative ways to remember how to spell it. So Wednesday, I put wet wet ass day. Uh, I literally have to like say that in my head for me to spell it right. So, so and that's why when my kids be spelling, so I was like, girl, you, you, I don't know shit. My kids be like, how do you spell this, girl? I don't know. You sound right. <laughs> I, maybe extra phone. <laughs> or when Gucci Gucci has this thing now, she's like, what does this mean? A, a. I was like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> it's too many words. I, I don't know. Let me write. I gotta write it down. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I am terrible at spelling. <laughs> now I gotta write it down. Hell yeah, she got the like. It's more than eight words. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. Let me spread it out. Let me spill it out. Or write it. Uh, go, let me see your phone. <laughs> right. Let me see it. Yeah, I'm bad about that. Okay, that was a good question though. Um, you're a superhero. What's your kryptonite? Oh. <laughs> um. What's my kryptonite? A deal. <laughs> Somebody offer you a deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I love getting me something like discounted. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, especially if it's like a designer item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I feel like I don't hit the lottery. I can see that. 
Yeah, I have like a I have a bad shopping problem. I'm trying to get it under control, to be mm-hmm. honest. Because I be I've been looking at my apartment. I was like, bruh, it's cluttered as fuck in here. Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot of shit. Or like I think about moving, and I'm like, bruh, it's a lot of fucking shit in here. You don't really though. I do. I have a like I'm like a a product junkie. Mm, okay, I can see that. And mm. so I over the weekend. I because I was looking at your bathroom like you did, like got rid of all the stuff. Yeah, you did. Uh huh. Okay, because I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I got rid of like damn near a whole trash bag full of like products. For real? Yeah, just like getting. I was just like, bro, this shit got dust on it. Mm-hmm. You ain't used it. I'm not using it, girl. I I threw away some damn uh Fenty foundation. Oh damn. It it had been sitting so long, the oil had separated inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> I was just like, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the bathroom looks like less cluttered. Mm-hmm. Cause there used to be shit everywhere in there, and I yeah. used to walk in the bathroom and be like, "Fuck, it's a pile of lashes over here mm-hmm. and all this shit here." Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, uh, my kryptonite would definitely. You said a deal, <laughs> <laughs> or like something shopping related will mm-hmm. definitely that'll give me the buckle. Dang. I'll give me a buckle quick. That's a good question. I was going to say, so, well, how, how do you feel since dirt, a lot of the dirt chooses clothes? Do you feel like it's affected you? <sighs> or you feel like you still, you shop more? No. I feel like I don't mm-hmm. shop more because, child, I love me some dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, a lo- <sighs> dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Like that one, dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I feel like it doesn't. It's sad. Mm-hmm. I was really sad, <laughs> but I hit them all up before they closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had some good. good yeah, but yeah. now the only one that's open, like it's only they only really sell luxury stuff in there. They don't. They do. They sell luxury. Uh, is it all about me? Yeah, I know the luxury list. one. Okay, I know there's a luxury one. Yeah, they sell a lot of luxury stuff in there, but like the pricing is so off. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like buying this I'm shit. I'm buying that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Dirty ass Gucci shoes. Yeah, facts. <laughs> like it'll be some shit. Low key, some of the shit look like somebody returned it. You probably did. Uh, girl, I remember going into one dirt cheap, and the shoes were so worn out. I was like, "Fuck, did somebody wear these here?" <laughs> <laughs> I walked there and them. <laughs> Just put it back on the counter. And put them on the shelf and walk out oh. with, with something. Bro, like yeah. this shoe, that was the worst looking pair of shoes I ever seen in my life. I was just like, damn, if they low-key did, did it, do that, like, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just got to walk in, walk out. Yeah, that's what they came in here with. I feel like sometimes dirt cheap boss stuff, they be like, we ain't mean about this. <laughs> No, the thing is, they be buying that shit in the mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery bin, and then they go separate the Uh, shit out. We got some gently worn shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, them hoes is not gentle and shit gentle. (laughs) Somebody's somebody's up tap dancing on concrete. (laughs) Facts, shoes worn the fuck out. Oh man. Okay, let's see here. Um, Okay, why do you think that there's such a push for a natural birth? Do you think it's bragging rights? A little bit, cause I'll be honest, I was I was on my whole crunchy mom shit, but it was with the what mom? Crunchy mom. What's that? You know, like a natural granola mom type thing. Like it's okay. all natural. I think in the beginning when I had Gucci, I was like on this whole kick, like I want to have a natural birth, a natural labor, and I think I was on it from watching a lot of documentaries and stuff and stuff like that, and so. I felt like I want to see if I can do it. And I feel like for some women who do have it, like they see it as a badge of honor. 
But I, I'm out like I think you may have even been there. The lady's like you don't get um, points for style. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So at, the, at at a certain point when I was like contracting and felt them all and and my asshole at that, I was like, you know what? <laughs> we can go get this epidural popping. Like, like right. I don't think I'm gonna be able to push her out anyway. But in the off chance I am, I don't want to. I don't want to feel it no more. Like I'm done. So right. Let's just do it. Um. So I definitely think they're is kind of but i feel like now it's kind of mellowed out like i feel like there was a really big natural boom and um i don't know if y'all noticed or not but when you have natural that means no drugs right like that means you on your own you that means you on your own and just you and the baby yeah and like that sound cool until you like know what a contraction was like and then you then you gotta realize then you realize I'm be feeling these for the next 12 hours. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to. Hmm. And not to say anything else, like, you know, part of me still was like one day, like, huh, maybe, maybe I could do it. But then another part was like, fuck no, why would I want to? <laughs> right, for what? Yeah, hell, or like, why? For why? for why? You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, too, I, you know, I was in midwifery school, so that was like a big. But even being in midwifery school, I was like, you know what? I still might do drugs. Like, I still <laughs> might like them and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, I, I feel like it's now gotten to where people, like, want to try it. Or at least, I think two people are getting back to at least knowing, like, natural birth isn't, it don't have to be this crazy notion of you have to be in the, in the field and doing it and then getting back up. Like, it can be this whole beautiful thing, beautiful experience that you want it to be. So, I feel like a lot of people are stepping outside of what they once knew and, really birthing the way they want to yeah or just looking into their options and i like that more so than like just feeling like you have to do something right a water birth yeah like a lot of people say i don't sound like a water birth like you be uncomfortable like a lot of people getting their water from my experience a lot of people who've gotten the water be like this is uncomfortable and get out and not have a birth in the water so like stuff if you feel like you want and things like that you don't really know until it's time right and you be like oh shit fuck out of this like Take me to the hospital. <laughs> Give me some good drugs ASAP. Yeah, and I just like, I remember like, I said being in midwifery school, like women coming in to have their natural births and then tearing. And then us having to repair those tears. And I was like, this would be so much better like if I was already not feeling shit. Right. But now I have to stick you. Right needle, after you had a baby. The needle is huge too. Like I'm not trying to scare nobody or anything like that. But like, I was like, wow. That's a that's a lot going on, like and just like having to and to feel it. Yeah, and then you then you're down there getting sutures and repairs for a laceration and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, that don't seem fun. Oh, but I can I will say like the birth center I midwife for was like amazing because like you just think like I don't like hospitals. I don't like hospitals. Um, I've never really liked hospitals because I grew up a, a little bit in a hospital, um, and I just didn't like it. And I don't like being around the environment. Feel you. And so just, um, I guess knowing like you get to go home two hours after having your baby and you get to rest and like you get to just like, it's more so you, you're you centered and stuff like that. That right. was really, like really the appeal for me. Like, I don't have to be here and do all this testing and all that stuff. Cause I remember you saying when OJ was, when Gucci was born, you like, dang, they just shot her. Like they just gave her a oh, shot. Oh yeah, like as soon as she was born. I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking myself, I know I can't ask. Well, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> and why is she getting it? Yeah, she just got here. Yeah, I was also for, at that moment like when I knew I was also on like I don't know if I want her to be vaccinated. I was on a big kick like that. Yeah, was, but then people scared me into like doing it. She ain't gonna be able to get in school. <laughs> yeah, I'm like she could have. It just would have been a little bit harder. Right. But she probably could have. Proper documentation. Hell yeah, like we could have figured something out. But I was just like. Mm. 
all right, well, we've been doing it. Let's just keep going. Right. So, yeah. That has been a big old push for it. But I think now people are just like, just have to have my the way I want to. Thanks. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. At all. Okay. So this is technically my ninth question because I asked you two in one. But um, what album is the soundtrack to your life and why? Mm. Um, can I say two? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is uh, Keisha Cole's first album <laughs> because it just reminds me of all the good times that me, you, and Keisha had in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one would have to be Pretty Ricky Blue Stars. Oh my, I forgot that was one of the albums in rotation too. The facts. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we get closer, baby? <laughs> yeah, that was the time. Um, and I lost my virginity to that album. The whole album. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. You may see this. I really appreciate you. <laughs> you think he watches? Uh, I remember he commented on the on the um, TikTok. Remember you sent this to me? Because I ain't on there. That was him? Yeah. Maybe I did know that. Maybe that I did him. know that. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nigga, you put me on game. You feel me? Oh, you, you jump off the porch. <laughs> Running. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, that would have to be Keisha Cole and mm-hmm. Pretty Ricky Blue Stars. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. Hmm. What would be yours? Who? I don't know. Like, I get, I, I want to say maybe that, maybe that Jay-Z blueprint. <laughs> Why? Because I stole it from Target. and like, Oh, I, I would think Hustle and Flow. Well, I stole that one too, but I didn't get to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I never got it back, goddamn me. Oh, uh, that trick. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that album much. So I can't say that, you know mm. what I'm saying? But like, um, that probably, because that was just like a, a a fun summer before I got grounded. Like, that was just like, we was in the wind, do just not a care in the world, just, you know, going and doing, like, and just, that was a pretty cool time. And I'm yeah. trying to think. And um, maybe Amy Winehouse too. Oh, because mm-hmm. um, I just remember like after I had OJ, like I was in like a really, and this was kind of around the time Keisha passed too, because OJ was nine when Keisha passed. I was like in this really weird space. I was, I guess it was postpartum depression I was dealing with, but that was one of my biggest regrets too, is not seeing Keisha after I had mm-hmm. OJ because I just didn't want to be around anybody. So I stayed to myself. Um, I was into the other her Keisha Cole's second album, so it was that. Oh yeah, and Amy Winehouse back to black, and I just can remember like it was just me and OJ, and I'd be in there crying or playing with her, but it was just, I just played the CD back to back to back to back, and I would just it would just be me and her. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. But it was it was just like I would just I'd be in Athens just by myself, like I wouldn't even go nowhere, and I just play. I remember you. We were worried about you, girl. For I, I didn't. Get my I didn't do my hair. I remember one time my ex's mom was like, I didn't know you was real you was you a real cute girl. I didn't know you was cute. Bitch, don't play with it. No, but like in low key, like I was really down. I was really out there looking like a, a garbage pail kid. Like I was just <laughs> thrifty as fuck. Didn't like I just didn't I don't say I didn't care. But like I I was a point like I just didn't like I didn't care. Like I was an adult. I had to 
make shit happen for this baby and stuff like that. And I, it wasn't about me. So I didn't care right. how I looked or anything like that. I really just, for a long time, until I moved, I didn't really feel like myself again until I moved back. It was when I started to totally like feel like myself again and just get back to me. So that was really. I'm glad you got back here. Same. Me too. Because boy, if I still lived in fucking Athens. Girl. I wouldn't. But I'm just saying. That, like, that part. I, I would never. That part. But yeah. I had to get the fuck. Yeah. We give thanks there. and praise, child. Praise him. Okay. So I'll let this be my last question. Okay. Um, Would you judge your man if y'all went out? He started getting rowdy with a nigga. They started fighting and he lost. Yeah, because you should you should have <laughs> sat your ass down somewhere. Like you, yeah, I, I, it's different. Somebody pick on you and you lose, but you started it. So yeah, I definitely feel some type of way. Yeah, hell yeah, you fucking right. Would you fight for him? No. You would sit there and watch him get his ass beat. Yeah, because you should have you should have been talking shit. <laughs> now if he's fighting for my honor, yeah, I'm gonna jump in. Right, but like. A nigga stepping on your shoe, like, all right, cut. Like, <laughs> beat his ass. Hell yeah. Like, you, you, are you crazy? Like, yes. I might beat it. I might. <laughs> tag, tag, like, the fuck is wrong with you? I'll definitely go to the type of way. I'm not, I don't know if I'll break up with him, mm-hmm. but I feel like it'd be coming close. Because now, who the fuck? I'm finna cut a nigga. No, no, that's what you're gonna say to him. You put, what you say? You made me call him. All right, I'm gonna call Roscoe back. No, Roscoe, you know he dive off your ass off of that little world. You better calm the fuck down. I'm crying. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Oh yeah, no, I would <laughs> definitely be. Why the fuck would you even open your mouth knowing you can't fight? Yeah, or even thinking that you could fight. Like it's no, it's someone out. It's, it's someone out there that can fight better. Hell yeah, or I'd probably be like, you a little dusty, ain't you? Yeah, you yeah, like you, you a little rusty, <laughs> Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> You ass, your ass yeah, old. no, I low-key might lose a little respect for him. So I just be like, you really didn't have to say nothing. Yeah. And they started it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, how old are we? How old are we? You can't control your emotions. Right. And and then somebody beat your ass for you doing too much. Like, I I really feel played. Facts. I really I really feel played. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be with you. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is my, this is my last question. Let me make sure I didn't read it already. Because I may have read it. <laughs> Um. Okay, what does tan look like in ten years? Oh, good question. That's a really good question. Um, my first mind is I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> my um my immediate second thought is not living in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do want to live a little bit more. Um carefree less stressful life mm-hmm. just because i've seen what stress has done to my family mm-hmm. and i just don't want to fall down that same mm-hmm. rabbit hole mm-hmm. um so yeah definitely like something that's like a lot less like a lot less stress mm-hmm. um i want to really live like near a beach mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be working so i want to get off work and go to the beach so you still gonna be working yeah i'm sure mm-hmm. I'm gonna be working in some capacity. Yeah, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely less stressed. I know that goddamn much because I'm not living like this. Mm-hmm. Or you having dreams and shit about work and all that. Your alarm going off, you get a panic attack. Hell like yeah, wake you up. Everything startles you. I remember <laughs> the first time, like I had spent the night at this dude's house, mm-hmm. and I had my alarm set, and he was like, "God damn, shit sound like a fire alarm." <laughs> <laughs> 
I was thinking to myself, like, ever since he said that, I was like, damn, I really, like, startle myself up every morning. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, you scare yourself awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of it being like a... Like, I already know how to say Yeah, like, instead of it being so, like, I was just like, damn, like, I really, I really stress myself out every morning. Thanks. So, part of my alarm is still eat greedy girl because um. I'm just so lazy to change it. But I'll never forget my boyfriend was like, because he, like, I, I went to sleep and you know, I don't turn my, I really don't turn my phone off. But when I'm asleep, I really don't notice it. Mm-hmm. So, two things, I realized I talk in my sleep. Oh, I'm very guilty of that. I didn't know that. But apparently, I talk in my sleep. And then too, like he was like, cause he had nudged me. He's like, are you gonna? Can you turn your phone off? He's like, cause it keeps going off. And I was like, huh? He's like, your phone keeps going off. Can you turn it off? Cause he's like, I hear all of it, but I don't like my phone just be. And I think about in the group chat, but it just be binging. Oh I, yeah, that's why my phone stays on silent. I sleep, I sleep right through that. Bro, let me tell you, I have a really bad problem with talking in my sleep. Like I really probably should go do a sleep study, <laughs> but um, I got told recently mm-hmm. that I set up. Like while I was asleep, mm-hmm. and um, well, let me see what are some of the crazy things that he said. That I said, he said that I sat up in the middle of the night, and he was like, "Why are you sitting up?" And I had said something like, "Oh, I'm finna go get up," and he said, "I just lay back down and went back to sleep." Um, I I got out of bed oh, one yeah. time. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> not a sleepwalk." <laughs> um. Uh, he said well, there was one time I said something like I should have hit that hoe in the head with a shoe. Damn, not a shoe. Uh, he said that I had said something about um, handsome had came in the house with a snake in his mouth. Damn. And he's superstitious, mm-hmm. so he was like, "Oh shit, that means somebody around your circle you can't trust." Ooh. Yeah, but he was like, but I said it to him, so he was like. Something, but he can't trust. He said that maybe I was trying to tell him something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I need to do a sleep study. Like, mm-hmm. I talk in my sleep real bad. So, I do too, but I realize it's when I'm tired. Like, I realize, like, when I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, so, I'm in, like, I don't know. It's not Pandora. I'm not, what's the word? Purgatory. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when I'm almost asleep. Or I'm really, really tired that I realize I talk about my sleep. And then I realize, too, that I talk about stuff that I'm thinking of before I go to sleep. So it don't be like, I don't feel like it be off the wall stuff. Now, how I say it may be different. Because the most recent one, I was like, um, yeah, the, the pool hand, the pool, the pool, the pool handle, get it. And I was like, the what? And I was like, yeah, the pool hand. But before I went to sleep or before I started getting sleepy, I was reading our HOA uh, stuff about the pool. <laughs> And so I'm on a pool attendant. So it made sense in my head what I was right. saying. But like, he was just like, what are you talking about? And then I just like, well, I just will have conversation. And he like, are you awake or you sleep? Because it just be sounding outlandish. So it's not you being in like a deep sleep and talking. Because that's, I sleep. I guess sometimes. I talk in the middle of the night. I don't, I don't. Well, I guess in the middle of the night we both sleep. But like when I'm going to sleep where he noticed it, like he just be like, you're not making no sense. Like, what are you saying? And I just have a conversation, but I, I, I feel like I'm cognizant of what I'm trying to say or whatever, but I just can't say it. But yeah, and a lot of times I don't remember. And uh, honestly, truth, I think that that's part of the reason why I wake up tired because mm-hmm. I've yeah. never, I've never gone to bed. <laughs> like I've been like eyes closed mm-hmm. and like technically sleeping, but mm-hmm. I talk through. The, like there's been a lot of times that I wake myself up talking. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, damn, yeah, I, I hurt myself. No, I ain't never did that, but I just. 
A long time I was like, no, I don't. Like, prove it to me that I talk in my sleep. Because ain't no way I just have conversations. I don't, I don't remember dreams or anything like that. Prove it to me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember saying something like that or something similar. And just, I just, when I'm tired, I talk real crazy. Yeah. Like, when, I, when I'm, I'm, like, I just talk, they don't make no sense. And you be like, huh? And he be like, oh, you sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. And we say go to sleep, I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I remember one time I like spooked myself. Like I had woke up <laughs> mm-hmm. the next morning and I don't remember. It was some something during the day and I look, I was looking at my pictures mm-hmm. or something and I saw this like video, but the video was like, like two hours long. Oh, damn. I had recorded myself in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And, like, I spooked myself too much to even, like, try to scroll through it. I deleted that shit. For real? Yeah, it was just jet black. And I heard myself. Were you laying on it or something? I think the phone was next to the bed. Mm. So I don't know if I, like, I don't know how I turned on video. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. But I was just like, Lord, I don't want to hear (laughs) that. I was just like, let me just delete. (laughs) Girl, don't scare me like that. God forbid. (laughs) Yeah, no. I was just like, uh uh. uh -uh." So you didn't want to hear it. I would like I would at least scroll through and see like what the fuck I be talking about. Yeah, no. I'm afraid I'm gonna hear something else. Man, if anything, it'd be OJ being in my or Gucci being in my room, farting on my head or something like that. Hell yeah, or Slapping me or something like that. I could see them doing some shit like that. Like, come no, on, Jocelyn slip. Oh, girl, hell no. I was just like ready to fight after that. But, like, I, I feel like it'd be something like that. Yeah. Versus no. me doing something else. So, yeah, I was just like, ooh, I was in the house by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was really good. So, I hope you guys learned a little bit more about us because y'all be talking about how we be talking on tangents anyway. And yeah. so, um, I don't have a hear you hear you this week, and I don't think we need one. Nope, we answered um, enough questions. Hell yeah! And so we'll see y'all niggas next week. All right, bye guys. Oh shit, y'all can hit us up on Hear You Podcast. Oh yeah, there's that, and I have to do my little outro. <laughs> We're Hear You Podcast on all social media platforms: TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Hear You Podcast. Y'all can find me on IG at who that underscore breezy, B R E E Z Y, and where can find you at? And of course, you guys can find me on Instagram at Tana Taught You. That is T A. And NAH taught you. No. All right, bro. You're going to get up out of here? Let's go. Cool. As always, shout out to everybody. We had fun, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.